Here's my goal to just be rich enough so that I never have to do laundry and just buy new stuff. Hi, campers. Welcome to Museum Camp. I'm Megan. I'm Madison. And this is Museum Camp After Dark. That's right. Well, mostly because I'm in my bed. It's still very light outside. It's light outside (laughs) here in my bed. (laughs) It's dark here because I have to turn the light off in this room or keep it low. I dim the light um, because otherwise I look like a ghost. You look ghosty. Still a little ghosty even with the lights dimmed. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) What's uh, what's going on with you? Oh, you know, um, my new medication has kicked in. I'm doing approximately 43 times better. Great. Just leaps and bounds. Yeah. Um, Yesterday I had the house to myself for like six hours and the amount of dancing I did to Whitney Houston. Sure. That's why you texted me about Whitney Houston. I truly am every woman. I I felt (laughs) it in that moment. We are all every woman. We are all every woman. <laughs> we are. <laughs> it's true. Um, so yeah, I'm doing great. Um, you know, it's been, the weather here has been pretty gross. Okay. It doesn't mm-hmm. rain a lot in Colorado. And so when it does, I always get excited, but it's been raining for like a week now. And now I'm You're just, over it. I'm over it. Mm-hmm over it and we don't have grass in our backyard because we're working on that and so letting the dogs outside and then cleaning them off when they're muddy is truly the worst yeah that's awful it's the worst not even my robot vacuum can can clean up the mess (laughs) well i think as we learned last week your robot vacuum you know might just be doing things poorly to spite you yeah, wouldn't surprise me. So, how's your week been? Uh, lackluster. It's been fine. Um, the only like TV thing I have to report, I'm really slow at um jumping on this bandwagon. Uh, but I did start watching Russian Doll. I've never even heard of that. Oh, it's um Natasha Leone. And she uh, keeps like dying over. It's very Groundhog's Day. Oh, okay. So she keeps reliving. Nathan the just same. had a seizure because you said groundhogs plural and not groundhog. Oh yeah. <laughs> so sorry, but you know you're That's on mute. So upset. You're on mute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's very Groundhog's Day ish. Um, <laughs> I will cancel the podcast. <laughs> but that's really all i've been watching but it's very good um i highly recommend it love that yeah um okay i have a a a petite surprise for you very okay um it's called oh no it's called listener mail shut up i will not we have listener mail i have um, I have to keep it anonymous, although you'll definitely know who it is because it 
it, like I just have to keep it anonymous, anonymous, anonymous from the rest of the world. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, but I received a message this week from a listener after um, hearing our getting spooky episodes. Okay. Um, and this particular listener texted me and says, did I ever tell you about my former client who was definitely possessed? Uh, so that's the, uh, that's the preface. Okay, great. I'm um, all in. <laughs> so I changed some of the names. I changed the names and some of the information just because I, I think it's probably probably not like super kosher that she's telling us this, but I don't know how it's how fine. privacy laws. What is HIPAA? Um, <laughs> no one knows. No one knows. Okay. So here is her message. Right after high school, I was working in a group home. The company owned a bunch of different homes all over the area. In my group home, we had this dude named Landon. I knew that his twin brother, Brandon, now, I did change the names. However, the initial names were rhyming. So okay, I kept great. the spirit of it. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> his twin brother, Brandon, and his older sister, Sally, whose name did not rhyme, uh, mm. were in a different group home within the same company. I remember thinking, wow, it's cool that all three of these siblings are in our care. I wonder if their parents knowingly adopted all of them together or if it's a genetic condition. Nope. The first time I met his parents, I thought, oh, yep, those are siblings. They looked very Amish and incest rates are crazy high in Amish communities. Oh, my God. Uh -huh. uh, but anyways, Landon was the cleanest client I've ever had. He had pretty intense OCD. And if anything was messy or dirty or out of place, it really bothered him. I was usually the one to assist him with showers, so I knew that he was getting clean. So I couldn't figure out why he always smelled bad until one day I mentioned it to one of my coworkers. I said, hey, we should order different soap because Landon smells really bad. And my coworker goes, no, he's only smelled like sulfur ever since he started collecting those figurines. Oh, and I said, my God. what figurines? And he said, go look. So I walk into Landon's room and dozens of small clown figurines stared back at me. No. I swear to God. <laughs> I swear to God, their eyes were following my every move. The end. I. Isn't that crazy? Uh, wow. I don't even know what to say. I know that I need to follow up and see if there's any. Any like resolution or anything? I'm guessing she probably would have told us if there was, but mm -hmm. um, the fact that okay, first of all, for a human being to smell like sulfur is extremely unsettling. Yeah, I mean, unless it's just Humpty Dumpty. I was going to say gas, but that's fine. Okay. Okay. So we're going different, different directions. Different directions. <laughs> you went the classic nursery rhyme direction. As I always do. Right. <laughs> um, so yeah. Yeah, that for, is unsettling. For, yeah. For a human being to always smell strongly of sulfur and then for it to coincide with collecting clown figurines. Are you kidding me? Not a big fan of that. Not a fan at all. Not a fan. 
So, um, wow. Anyway, we're getting spooky. We are always send us send us your spooky stories. We love spooky stories yeah. or nursery rhymes. <laughs> yeah, those too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if we'll it's a spooky it story related to a nursery rhyme, that's mm-hmm. actually best. Yeah. Anything with rhymes. We love oh. rhyming names. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we love a rhyme. We love a rhyme. <laughs> oh man. Um, yeah. So that is and this my... has been this has been rhyme time with Megan and Madison. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's frustrating that Megan and Madison are like they come so close to rhyming. I know. <sighs> it's a real shame. Which one of yeah. us is going to change our name? I mean, I'm still working on that name change, so I can just That's go ahead true. and throw that in. Because I could be Reagan to your <clears throat> Megan, or you could be Addison <laughs> to my Madison. There we go. Okay. Those okay. are the only two options. <laughs> we won't explore it any further. That's or, it. <laughs> or I could go with like Pagan. Oh, <laughs> spooky. <laughs> spooky. <laughs> um, yeah. Wow. Okay. Uh, do we have anything else? Um, well, I did write a Mad Lib. Oh, right, right, right. Because we do have a new patron. We do. We have a new patron named Hannah. We're so thrilled. Um, We're so thrilled. We're so, so thrilled. Uh, thank you so much, Hannah, for joining for your enthusiasm. The enthusiasm is it. unmatched. It's unmatched. Unmatched. Um, all right. I took your advice and I made this one a bit shorter. Okay. <laughs> this time. Um, okay. Megan, first thing I'm going to need from you is an adjective. Oh, Corona. No, that was an adverb. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just say Corona? No, I was going to say curly. Um, let's go with orange. Um, okay. And then I need an adverb curly. And then I need two more adjectives. Okay. Um, uh, saucy and glimmering. Love that one. Um, a noun, please. Um, okay, okay, okay. Uh, yeah, we're, gonna, we're gonna go with mall. <laughs> the mall. I'm gonna need a body part. <laughs> a femur. Hell yeah. Uh, an animal. A uh, mountain lion. And then a place name or a type like of a, place. As in like a, a city or it's whatever you want it to be. Oh my God. Um, the beach. Sort of place. Oh. Can I go? You can general. Go beach. Okay. Yeah. Can oh, we yeah. go beach? Okay. We can go beach. Um, <laughs> the last one I need is an adjective. Okay. Uh, fluffy. Um. I would just like to point out two things. Okay. 
One is, I wish you could see the number of like blue line, like squiggle lines under the things in this Google Doc because it's like telling me that none of this makes sense. <laughs> Great. <laughs> the second it's a good is, sign. Is, it's a good sign. Um, the second thing is, is curling an adverb? I don't know. <laughs> is it not? I don't. I thought is. everything with ly at the end was an adverb. <laughs> okay, we're you know we're gonna. Run but I it. think you're right. I think because the main root word is curl. <laughs> <laughs> It's fine. It's fine. Oh my um, gosh. We're going to go. No, it is it. not. You cannot curly <laughs> something. Nathan, can you give an adverb? Yeah. We need uh, an adverb. Aggressively. <laughs> okay. okay. Oh, oh, that's a good one. G R E S S I V E. Okay. On this orange day, we would <laughs> like to take a moment to thank our newest Patreon member, Hannah. What could we do without <laughs> such an aggressively saucy, glimmering human being? <laughs> <laughs> Hannah, you are not only camper of the week. <laughs> you are also the mall of our femur and the mountain lion of our beach. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Thank you for listening to his ramble about fluffy museums. And thank you for becoming a patron. <laughs> so good. And thank you, you know, Hannah. We, yes. Thank you, Hannah. And I think we all learned a little bit about grammar and parts of and about ourselves. I think and about ourselves. <laughs> we are, if there's one thing that this podcast has been teaching me, it is a lot about myself. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm learning a lot and I think everyone else is learning a lot because I've always, um, I think I've always put on this guise of like being really good at grammar and I'm, it's every week is an expose. You know what I mean? <laughs> I know. I Yeah. I get that. Um, so because, it's fine. Well, exactly. I think that, and Nathan has pointed this out before where I also think I'm really good at grammar, but in the same breath, I make up words. <laughs> Just con like I make up iterations of words. I don't know what are, what are some of the ones that I've said. Doesn't matter. You know, what are some words of them? I've said? What are some words? Asked? <laughs> <laughs> um, my thing, my grammar thing is that I always know the appropriate place to put commas. I can't tell you That's the nine comma one. rules, and I know there are nine. I think. Um, <laughs> but I know with my heart and my gut mm -hmm. where they go. It's your intuition. It's my claim to fame. You have a, you have a comma intuition. That's right. Um, well, <laughs> uh, mine is, uh, mine is who versus whom. Oh yeah. That's, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. my pride and joy pretty good it's pretty good anyway any other parts of speech we need to cover <laughs> i yes but we can always save that for next week yeah for our <laughs> other podcast <laughs> Thank you.
about this museum uh, that I'm doing today. I'm very excited to like get your feedback on it, Madison, but I'm even more so excited to watch Nathan's face as I read this presentation. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Madison, Nathan, campers. Anna. Today. (laughs) She's camper of the week. Yeah, Hannah, thank you for listening. Uh, Today, the blunderbuss just isn't going to cut it, okay? Oh, no. We're going to need a blunder boat or more likely a blunder plane. (sighs) Buckle up, campers. We're headed down under. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Once we arrive in Australia, we'll be going to Silverton, which is in the state of New South Wales. Silverton is typically referred to as a ghost town, but happens to be a magnet for tourists. (gasps) Our purpose for traveling to Silverton today is to visit the Mad Max 2 Museum. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. (laughs) So right off the bat, I'm just going to rattle off some questions. Sure. Is there a Mad Max 1 museum? No. (laughs) Why does this need to take place in a ghost town? We'll get to that. What is Mad Max 2 about? I've never seen it. (laughs) We're going to get to it. Okay, good. (laughs) I'm going to give Nathan a brain bleed. (laughs) I'm so sorry. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Oh, sources. I want to read my sources real quick. Before we get into it, so the Mad Max Wikipedia, Mad Max 2 (laughs) Wikipedia, um, there were a bunch of um, uh, YouTube videos uh, with interviews that I watched, and then an article from The Telegraph and Argus, um, and that is it, and we're going to get into this. Okay. (laughs) Can I, okay, can I just ask one other question? Please, oh my God. Um, so you mentioned that this was not on our list, which obviously it's not. May I ask how you happened upon this museum? So well, I'll Googling tell you, Mad Max? <laughs> just doing my regular Friday afternoon Google of Mad Max. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, so, you know, and I know we've had some listeners from Australia and mm-hmm. I was looking for um, some extra museums to throw on our list or maybe cover. And um, because we want to go there someday and we want nothing more. Yeah. So, yeah, just through, you know, research on the <laughs> net. <laughs> okay. Okay. Good. Okay. Love this. So for anyone who is unaware, the Mad Max movies are a series that chronicle the adventures of Max Rokostansky, a former police officer whose wife and children were killed by a biker gang in a post-apocalyptic Australia. Why did I think this was about cars racing? It is. It's a lot. I mean, there's a lot of car stuff. And those are just like a live action Grand Theft Auto. (laughs) Yes, Nathan that's exactly. Going, what I'm. So, I need to stop goading Nathan. He's going. He's down gonna have a hernia. <laughs> um. 
In the first three films, Max was played by that little anti-Semitic rascal, Mel Gibson. (laughs) In 2015, however, they made a new Mad Max film called Fury Road, this time with Tom Hardy as Max. Oh, love Tom Hardy. We love Tom Hardy. Um... Mad Max Fury Road was the only Mad Max movie I had ever seen until this week. (laughs) I did watch, I did watch Mad Max 2 in preparation for this museum. That is commitment to the, to the research. It is. And you know, it's considered to be a cult classic, but the thing about cults (laughs) is that (laughs) sometimes they're off base. (laughs) Yeah. And if you aren't a member of the cult, right, it's hard to understand it. (laughs) Oh yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, And I'm sure that from a 1981 perspective, this is a really great movie. Definitely not something that I would typically watch. I wish I could have been a fly on the wall for Megan watching that next. (laughs) (laughs) It was great because um, Mike was here and he like should have been working and like he came into the room, saw that I was watching Mad Max too. He's never seen it. And so it was one of those things where he like kind of stood there for a while watching. And I was like, are you going to stay? Are you going to go? And then finally he joined me on the couch and like, I don't, I still can't tell if you liked it or not, but (laughs) he watched the whole thing. (laughs) (laughs) He's hard to read. (laughs) Um, But all that being said, I would still absolutely visit this museum in a heartbeat (laughs) and hope to visit it someday. Yeah, can't wait. So in 2010, Adrian Bennett opened this museum after viewing the Mad Max movies and being forever changed by them. As one does. Yes. He began collecting memorabilia from the films and eventually put all of that on display for the public. He has replicated vehicles from the movies and also pays homage to several other movies that have been filmed in the Outbacks Hollywood. <laughs> so that's what Silverton is referred to as the ghost town. <laughs> oh, I guess there have Australia, been like a lot of... Yeah, you big goof. Yeah, you big goof. Um, (laughs) I guess there have been a lot of movies and commercials and stuff filmed Mm. in this specific location in New South Wales. Um, there's a character in Mad Max 2 known as the feral kid. F-E-R-A-L. That's right. Like a cat. Yes. Very similar to a cat. Very similar to. And this kid has a boomerang that he uses for his weapon. And apparently this boomerang is on display at this museum. And I have to say this character, the feral kid stood out to me out of all the other characters the most. And so when I read that the boomerang was there, I was like, okay, I would actually like to see that. That would be cool. Okay. So if you're a Mad Max fan, it just might interest you to know that the boomerang is there. Yeah. Um, Okay. So Bennett is so obsessed with the Mad Max film that in one interview I saw someone who knew him said, it's difficult to have a conversation with him if it's not related to Mad Max. (laughs) 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 That's just the 
the funniest thing to say in an interview. (laughs) So on that, like in that vein, what is your Mad Max of conversation? Antarctica. Oh, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> what about you? It could be a lot of things. I, I just, for some reason, the image of our last recording session um, popped into my head when Nathan was like, Madison, do you eat milk chocolate at every meal? And I was like, does this answer your question? I just <laughs> held up a bar of milk chocolate that I had six inches away from me. <laughs> That might be my Mad Max. Oh, yeah. Um, Bennett first saw the Mad Max movies during a double feature when he was 18 years old. Uh, And when he met Linda, his now wife, the (laughs) first thing he asked her was if she had seen the Mad Max movies. (laughs) I'm going to guess that she had because otherwise it would just be the story of some rando named Linda from his past. You know, and they didn't say in the article that I read whether or not she had actually watched them, but subsequently, the, they watched the movies on one of their first dates together. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Can I just... So, on that note, there was a movie um, that really brought me and Matthew together maybe not quite in the same way but like very early on we identified that we had um a mutual love for this movie um it was hot rod (laughs) okay (laughs) i'm guessing it's very similar yeah Yeah. (laughs) very similar do you have plans to open a museum a hot rod museum no but we have talked about opening a hot rod themed restaurant that only serves grilled cheese and tacos and jelly beans. Oh, yeah. And and Kool-Aid. <laughs> yeah. Just have options. me sitting at a table in your restaurant where I'll, someone will feed <laughs> me a jelly bean and I'll guess the flavor. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you're hired. Great. This was an interview. Can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> so Linda and Adrian lived in Bradford, England, um, but they moved to Adelaide. Uh, in 2004 specifically to be closer to mad max territory they didn't say that but i'm just going to assume yes because they went on a vacation i think to australia and it was like okay yeah let's go i'm gonna move to the alps because i love sound of music that's right (laughs) that makes sense to me yeah Uh, After taking several regular trips to Silverton, they decided to move there in 2009. So five years after they moved to Australia, they moved to Silverton. I just, Uh, I can't get over the fact that it's a ghost town. Right. And they're like the only two people. (laughs) (laughs) But it's one of those ghost towns that have like, they have like a tourist, Mm -hmm. you know, presence. It's, and it's not just them. Yeah. Um, like there are other things in the ghost town that are definitely mm-hmm. drawing tourists, but there's a lot of those types of ghost towns in Colorado. And I yeah, just feel like Arizona it's a misnomer. Too. Yeah. Either it's a ghost town or it's not, but like, yeah, you know, if people are living there. Yeah. Sorry to have to tell you. <laughs> yeah. If Although, but then on the, on the flip side, ghosts don't always like to just, you know, be alone. 
That's true. You could, call, you could call Chicago a ghost town. You're not going to tell me that there, there's not a single ghost in Chicago. Right. Probably a lot, honestly. Yeah. I, I would like to, we need to workshop a definition of ghost town. <laughs> okay, we'll work on that. We'll work on that. You can't prove there's not ghosts in every town. Every town exactly. is a ghost town. Every town is a ghost town. Amen. That's right. Wow, we All solved right. it. This is our new cult. we did it we did it so the mad max 2 museum was opened the year after they moved i I just have to say i really (laughs) love that it's the mad max 2 museum like (laughs) to be so specific about it is incredible to me (laughs) okay don't act like you would not if given the opportunity open a sister act two back in the habit museum oh that's very true i actually would yeah you would (laughs) (laughs) and actually i might you might you might (laughs) so he has um built a lot of replicas so you mentioned that there are you know, vehicles, you, when you see Mad Max, you assume Mm -hmm. that, you know, vehicles are involved. Mm -hmm. He has built like rebuilt, um, replicas of a lot of the like famous ones, like Mad Max's, I think he was like an interceptor. Nathan, is that right? Did he drive an interceptor? (laughs) Anyways. I think, no, I think that's the name of the vehicle that he drove, the car. Mm. Um, so he, Adrian replicated one of those, which is, you know, apparently a big deal for Mad Max fans. <laughs> COVID has had an effect on the museum, mm. uh, to be expected. They did have to close down for 14 weeks, um, but the couple took that time to make improvements on mm. the museum. And next year, they plan to host an event to celebrate the 40-year anniversary of the Mad Max franchise. Wow. And they're currently building a replica of the compound in the movie for fans to camp in. See, so. more museums need to do stuff like that. I agree. I need an immersive camp. experience. You know, it, it all goes back to... Um, Oh, what was that guy's name who wrote the review who was mad because he couldn't bring his RV there? (laughs) (laughs) You know, we shouldn't have to bring our own RVs. No. Are you ready for some reviews? I don't know that I am, but I'm excited. (laughs) (laughs) The reviews are great because on every platform that I read them on, which was TripAdvisor and Google, um, Adrian responds to almost all of them. Hell yeah. Okay. This one, there was no response to, but, um, I had to read it because it's three stars. Anthony wrote, not what I expected. Okay. <laughs> if you're a massive fan of Mad Max two, you'll find it interesting. Unfortunately, I'm not. So it was a little underwhelming. <laughs> okay. These I am finished with these people who are like if you're a fan of this no shit yeah it's in the name like it's what were you expecting what were you expecting the title said not what i expected what could you have been expecting (laughs) i just cannot i know okay 
C gave it four stars and said, I, okay, the title of it is, quote, I am the Knight Rider. I am a fuel injected suicide machine. I am the rocker. I am the roller. I am the out of controller, end quote. I really hope that's not a quote from the movie. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't know. <laughs> that would be so much funny. <laughs> okay. Personal, personal manifesto. Yeah. The review says, forgive me, father, for I have sinned. This is my first confession, and these are my sins. I have never watched an iconic Australian movie. I have never shown an interest in nor lusted after any of the actors of the movie. It's the truth. I have never watched the movie. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> However, put that aside. I was still curious about the museum. It's an iconic movie. And way out in Silverton, they practically have a shrine to it. I have no doubt that the diehard fans would light a candle at the front if they could. Diehard so, is a completely separate movie. <laughs> right. <laughs> so what did I think? Well, it was interesting. I almost want to watch the movie now. <laughs> the fact that you'll go to a ghost town to visit a museum, but you can't be bothered to just watch the movie. <laughs> and it's only 90 minutes. Like stream it. It's so easy. It's on HBO, you guys. <laughs> I am working up to it still. <laughs> still okay, that's fair. Still recovering from finding out that Mel Gibson is actually an American, not an Australian. Oh, the things I learned. Um, okay. See, here's the thing to use C is her name uh, or their name. I would just like to make a quick suggestion. I feel like this person would really appreciate Google. Yeah. Oh my God. I just a friendly. Have you nudge. heard of Google? <laughs> Have you heard of Google? It, there's a lot of good stuff. You don't have to commit to anything. Sure. You can learn bits and pieces of things all you want. <laughs> It'll be great. You'll love it. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> So there were tons of positive reviews for this museum um, and really only a small handful of negative ones. And like I mentioned, Adrian takes the time to respond to almost all of them. Aww. He does respond to the negative ones and his response is always so savage. I was literally in <laughs> tears. <laughs> so good. That's okay. my favorite thing. So I'm going to read to you some of these. <laughs> So Deb gave it one star and said, disappointing. Deb. We don't mind paying to get into things and or making a donation to keep things supported. But $10, you have oh to be a fanatic. <laughs> I was really looking forward to getting to going to this because of childhood memories, but was underwhelming. Took about 10 minutes to get through. And Adrian responded. <laughs> It's not our responsibility to fulfill your childhood memories. <laughs> <laughs> and most childhood memories uh, should not include MA rated movies. <laughs> <laughs> 
maybe if you had taken a little bit longer than 10 minutes and actually taken the time to look at everything rather than rush through, you may have been less underwhelmed than you were. Oh my God. I also just looked it up in $10 of um, Australian money is $7.75 in US dollars. That's a lot. $75? No, $7.75. Oh, so it's like $75. Okay. No, so it's like so not that much. Yeah. Like you, you get out of Chipotle for more than that. Right. I was thinking it would be more. Yeah. Same. Um, just with the way, cause a lot of people commented on that, like $10, mm-hmm. but well, yeah, who knows how the economy works and yeah, no one knows supply and demand and what inflation, you know, they're all factors. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I have one final review for you okay. and Linda gave it two stars and she uh-huh. said, I was disappointed old and dusty. If you're a real fan of Mad Max 2, you would find it more interesting. (laughs) Once again, I bet you're old and dusty. Yeah, that's right. So Adrian responded and said, (laughs) thanks for your review. Due to this, we will now move from where they filmed Mad Max 2 in the dusty outback to a clinically clean lab in the city that has nothing to do with the movie. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry we couldn't keep the dust off of 40-year-old relics and sorry we couldn't make them newer. Something tells us. (laughs) Something tells us you got dragged along by someone who is a Mad Max 2 fan as the name on the museum kind of gives it away. (laughs) P.S. The movie is set in the outback after the apocalypse in the desert and was released in 1981 so it will be so it will more than likely be old and dusty and good for fans amazing i oh love my him so much <laughs> i want to meet that guy someday yeah was the Mad Max 2 Museum. Incredible. Incredible. (laughs) Wow. (sighs) I just love it. I also love it. It's so good. (laughs) Nathan, any thoughts? Nathan, yeah, please. We give you permission to come off mute. (laughs) Yes. Oh, Many, many thoughts. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he's just going to write them down in his journal. That's what he's going to do. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, everyone, check out our Patreon. I've got so many more Mad Libs to write. <laughs> I mean, they're just... I'm bursting at the seams with Mad yeah, Libs. Yeah, Mad Max Libs. Mad Max Libs. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, that's patreon.com slash the museum camp. You know, you know how it works. You know how it works. Come on. Don't play it's dumb. A website. <laughs> You've heard of those. You know how they work. Yeah. Come on. <sighs> we are on so many social media platforms. You wouldn't believe, uh, at the museum camp. Mm-hmm. I promise we're a good time. Come hang out with us. We're, we're a hoot. 
we're a hoot and a half. Yeah. Um, Australia, if you're listening, we love you. Tell us about Mad Max. Tell us about ghost towns. Please. Um, yeah. Tell us about just general Australia. Day. Tell us about your day. Tell us about your day. Hello at the museum We should get a separate email. It's for just Australia. It just says good day at the museum. <laughs> Oh, yeah. That's good. Wow. I want to go to Australia so badly. Same. So, Australian listeners, tell your friends about. (laughs) Yeah. Number one, can we crush on your couch? Number two, tell your friends so that we can have people to hang out with whenever we decide to come down Mm -hmm. under. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. Yes. Anyway, is that enough pandering? <laughs> I think that's enough pandering for this it. week. Yeah, yeah, I've done it. All right. We did it. Cool. Well, everyone, thank you. Thank you. We'll see you next time. Good day. Good day. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs>